welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of The Morning Rush, which you can catch every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on ESPN Arkansas. You can also check out our website at hitthatline.com for all types of great interviews, articles, podcasts, videos, whatever it is dealing with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Be sure to check it out at hitthatline.com. I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. There's a lot of things going on in the world of sports, which we're going to talk about in depth today on the podcast and get into uh, some of the things that went on in Razorback lands, as well as the NCAA tournament. Got to admit, uh, the Elite Eight games did not disappoint. All the other games did, it seemed like, but all the Elite Eight games were definitely entertaining at its fullest. But we have to start, of course, with the latest update when it comes to the Razorback basketball coaching search, which really is what y'all want to hear about, let's be honest. That's exactly what's on your mind. That's what all the Razorback fans are talking about. That's what message boards are talking about. That's where it's all happening right in there with the Razorback basketball coaching search. Now, I did the podcast last week and talking a lot in depth about Kelvin Sampson. Kelvin Sampson seemed to be the guy that made the most sense for Arkansas to go after. And when it was being talked about and discussed that he might be the guy, I immediately started doing some research and said, okay, well, if he is the guy, Here's what he's going to do, and here's what you can expect. Of course, Razorback fans, you you probably didn't like that for the most part because you didn't want Kelvin Sampson, and that's fine. I understand. But when I started really breaking it down, though, it seemed like it was a perfect fit. But then something happened this morning. We're out of Houston. The reports were coming out that Arkansas and Hunter Yurchek haven't even contacted Kelvin Sampson. Haven't even discussed anything with him. At all. And that immediately got people's little flags raised up to say, okay, hold on a second, time out, time out, time out. What's going on here? And then as the day has developed, it seems more and more less likely that Kelvin Sampson will be the coach. Now, before all of you start coming after me saying, well, you said it was, I never said it was going to be Kelvin Sampson. I felt like that was the way I was leaning towards because it made the most sense, but I never said it was going to be Kelvin Sampson. In a way, I kind of hoped it was going to be. I thought he was going to be a good coach. But if you want the latest, folks, here it is. And this is just hot off the press right when I was recording this podcast. So here's your latest. It looks like Eric Musselman might be the latest guy in the running for the Arkansas job. Eric Musselman. Now, I'm sure a lot of you are saying, okay, yeah, right. You're just taking names and seeing what sticks, da-da-da-da. Okay, yeah, you know what? More, more often than not, you're probably right. But here's the thing, folks. I never want to pretend to be a big J journalist. I, I never want to do that. I never want to steer clear of what I do on the radio or on this podcast, just being a simple media personality. I'm not a reporter. I'm not a journalist. I'm a personality. And some of you like that personality. Some of you hate that personality. And either way, that's fine with me. <laughs> I just appreciate you listening. But sometimes when I do get news or when I do get reliable information from people, I throw it out there. And I don't do it for the sake of message boards or for social media buzz or anything like that. I just do it because if it ends up being a likelihood, then it's fun to discuss ahead of time. And that's what I've been hearing with Eric Musselman. 
I have no confirmation on it or anything. But when it comes to sources, though, sauces, if you will, this comes from about as reliable of a source or sauce that I have. Not a message board, not a tweet, not someone heard from somebody, heard from somebody, heard from somebody. This comes from somebody that I trust with all my heart. They haven't led me astray before. And it's somebody who actually has deep connections into the University of Arkansas athletic program. So just take that for whatever it is. Take it for what you will. I'm not reporting. I'm not confirming. I'm just telling. I'm relaying the message that it looks like Eric Musselman might be your guy. So much so that, who knows, but it could be this one of those things where by the time this podcast gets done recording, once I post it up, he could be already named the coach. You know how these coaching searches things are. Who really knows how it happens or what happens with it? But I'm telling you folks right now, if it ends up being Eric Musselman, you could do a lot worse. It's not going to be the big sexy name like Chris Beard or Billy Donovan, those names that people were throwing around, or even Calvin Sampson, because say what you want about Sampson, the dude has won everywhere he's been, and he made it to a Sweet 16. But Eric Musselman, the coach of Nevada, has done a really good job out there. In fact, he's done a really good job in basketball in general because he has coached in the college basketball level, he has coached in the D-League, he has coached in the USBL, and he's coached in the CBA and NBA. That's five different leagues of basketball that this guy has coached in. Five different leagues. Now, he was the head coach of the Golden State Warriors for two seasons and the Sacramento Kings for one season. Didn't make the playoffs any of those years, but still at least had the experience and the ability to go and coach some of those games and some of those teams. He also was an assistant coach at the Orlando Magic and the Atlanta Hawks and the Memphis Grizzlies. So there's no shortage of NBA experience for a guy like Eric Musselman, which comes really big into play when it comes to recruiting. Because I'm telling you folks, in the game of basketball especially, recruiting is all about getting to the next level. And if you have a coach that's able to say, hey, not only do I coach this team, but I've coached in the NBA and I know what it takes. And then you can add into that realm of saying, hey, I coached in the D League, the developmental league. I've coached in the CBA. I've coached in the USBL. I've coached in all of these different leagues. And I know what it takes to get to that next level. I know what it takes. And here's how we can get you there. So add into the mix as far as college basketball experience in 2012 and 2013. He was the assistant coach to Sean Miller and the Sun Devils. He was also there as the associate head coach the next season. And then he took over as the associate head coach at LSU with Johnny Jones, was only there for one season, and then he became the head coach at Nevada. So there's a little bit of a background for you on just uh, who Eric Musselman is, and I'm sure some of you are asking what his age is. Don't worry, he's not that old. He's only 54 years old. His record as a college basketball coach is 110 and 34 when he's been at Nevada for four seasons, because that's what he, that's what really counts. It, it matters about, okay, what have you done in college basketball as a head coach? What's that about? Well, here's a breakdown for you folks. He became the Nevada coach in 2015 and 2016. That Nevada team went nine and 22 the year before he arrived, nine and 22. He comes in and in his first year, he had, goes 24-14 and 14 and wins the CBI tournament. He's the CBI champions. You don't care about that, that's fine. But that's where he started at. 
Then the next year, his team goes 28-7 and and makes it to the NCAA tournament while also winning his conference regular season and conference tournament. Then the next year, in 2017 and 2018, he goes 29-8, and 15-3 and in conference, and makes it to the Sweet 16, which they ended up losing to Loya Chicago on that Final Four run. Crazy, right? And then this past season, they went 29-5. and Back to the NCAA tournament. They did lose in the first round of the NCAA tournament, but still had a lot of success this past season. In fact, so much success, folks, that they were ranked number five in the country for a good bit. They beat Arizona State. All right, it wasn't just like they were going through like Gonzaga does and beats a bunch of nobodies. They were beating good teams, and they did it by coming down from, back from behind in a lot of these games. They were down by 14 points to Texas and beat them. They were down by 22 points to Cincinnati and beat them. That was in those first two NCAA tournament games when they made it to the Sweet 16. They came back from behind. And they were also 12-3 in true road games in the 2017-2018 season. They didn't have any more season tickets at Nevada. They sold out completely from this past year. They were ranked number seven in the preseason poll. Number seven, Nevada. They continue to impress. They continue to sell out. They continue to ball out. And they continue to be a very successful team with Eric Musselman as the head coach. Now, I'm saying all this for what? To get you to listen to the podcast, to get you to understand what, who Eric Musselman is, and to maybe get you to think about if this is the guy you want to coach. Do your research yourself. Right? Don't take my word for it. Do your research, but don't just because you, he's not Chris Beard or he's not Billy Donovan, just immediately throw it to the wayside of it's like, ah, I don't want this guy. Do your research, folks. Look at what he's done. Go through his bio, go through his resume, and you make the call. You make the call of what he is. And if he's somebody you'd like to lead your Arkansas Razorbacks. I'm just telling you, there's a lot worse you could do than Eric Musselman. And I've already been talking to some people out there on the West Coast, my buddy Aaron Torres of Fox Sports. I'm like, hey, what do you think of this guy? And every single one of them has said that the dude is incredible at coaching basketball. He has wanted to get out of Nevada for quite some time. Arkansas might be his next best option. And if he does take the job, the expectation is going to be there. So that's the latest that we have in this whole coaching search for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Again, I have no confirmation on it. It's not like this is a signed, sealed, and delivered deal, at least as of right now when I'm recording this podcast. But I am giving all of you a little bit of a heads up and insight into what I'm hearing, into what I'm thinking, and what I'm feeling. And if it's Eric Musselman, again, you could do a lot worse. But there's no doubt that Hunter Juracek has gone through this coaching search in a very unusual way, an uncommon way than what Razorback fans are used to. And what it may look like at the end of it with this whole Kelvin Sampson thing, this may have been just Hunter Juracek getting his buddy Kelvin Sampson a raise, which I know a lot of you don't like because it's probably going to end up happening. But again... If it ends up being Musselman from Nevada, a team and a coach that had a top 10 ranking for most of this season, 
has been to the NCAA tournament three straight years and has improved on their record each of those three years, why not give him a shot? Again, could be a lot worse. And Musselman could be one of those coaches that could be at Arkansas for a very long time if he ends up being successful. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I got to give full and complete kudos to the Auburn Tigers and their run at the Final Four. I understand that there are people that don't really care for Auburn or Bruce Pearl or what they've been doing or even care about them because they're not Arkansas who's listening to this podcast, and I totally and completely understand that. But the fact of the matter is that Auburn and Bruce Pearl have gotten to the Final Four by beating teams named Kansas, North Carolina, and Kentucky. And Auburn, Auburn of all places, of all programs, has made it to the Final Four in just year five of Bruce Pearl. They are 30-9, and nine, and that is incredible. If any of you have watched the NCAA tournament, you'll know that there wasn't, or hasn't been at least, a lot of great games. Just by and large, there just hasn't been a lot of great games. There hasn't been any games that have really stood out as far as big-time upsets until we got to the Elite Eight as far as good games go. You had those, but the tournament has overall been pretty meh. And there hasn't been the Cinderella stories like the Loyola Chicago's or anything like that. But what there have been is there have been these Auburn Tigers and the storylines that they are bringing. And just what they've been able to do, considering the type of talent that they have, considering who they lost, which is Okiki, one of their better players, and they're still finding ways to get into the Final Four, and Bruce Pearl's still finding a way to make it happen. I'm rooting for the Auburn Tigers, and I never thought I'd say it, but I am rooting for the Auburn Tigers. In fact, I was really rooting for them when they played Kentucky because I root for the devil himself over Kentucky any day of the week. But when I was watching that game and seeing the amount of emotion and spirit that that team plays with and just the outpouring of emotion and support that they showed for their fallen teammate, the guy that uh, Okiki that wheeled out in the wheelchair and, you know, they, everyone went nuts and it was a very emotional moment in the way that they played and bounced back. I mean, that's the type of thing that gets you really interested in sports and really makes you enjoy sports more so than anything is stories like that. But when you're also watching, and I don't know if any of you felt this way too, but when I was watching it, I felt a little envy, a little jealousy. Not just because of Auburn and their high-end success that Arkansas has not even come close to having in over 20 years. Not just that. I was envious of just the passion and emotion and pride that Auburn was playing with. The toughness to never back down to not be caring of who you're playing or how you're playing at any point in time in the game, just to never quit. And to have players out there that you have true leadership of guys that won't back down under any circumstance. See, when I saw that, it just, it made me, it, I wouldn't say it made me sad, but it just made me feel like Arkansas basketball, that's what they need to get back to more than anything. Final Fours would be great, of course. But just having the sense of pride 
and passion and emotion and toughness is something that can carry you so far in college basketball, more so than anything, especially when it comes to NCAA tournament time because it's all on the line. Win or go home, do or die. Everything is on the line in those games. And when you were able to watch Auburn and to see that no matter what hit them, no matter what adversity came their way, they bounced back and they fought back and they were successful at it. We'll see how it plays out this weekend. Those are the types of things that just make me say, man, what I would do to be able to watch a basketball team like that throughout the season, a team that I cover, how much fun would that be? And the fact that it's happening at Auburn, Auburn basketball, of all places, the only thing Auburn basketball has ever had is Charles Barkley. That's it. That's all they've had. That's all they've ever had. But it's amazing what can happen when you just get the right coach in place, when you get the right guy, because that's what they did with Bruce Pearl. They took a risk on him. He had the NCAA baggage that came along with him. But when he, they hired him, the expectation was elevated, and now look where they're at. It's all about having the right man for the job in the position of coach. It, that means everything. Do you think Auburn, Auburn basketball is in the position they are in without Bruce Pearl? No, of course not. It's the same thing for any other team. It would be the same way for Arkansas. Arkansas would not be in the position that they were in right now or never would have been in the position that they were in if, say, if they would have hired Bill Self instead of Stan Heath. We all know the scenarios. We all know the situations. We all know how it would have been different from back then. But can't really choose or pick your spots in those cases. But my whole point in all of this is just to say that the way that Auburn is performing in the tournament is an inspiring thing. It should be inspiring for any basketball program, any basketball program that's trying to get back to prominence or even trying to get to prominence for the first time. That's the type of basketball program you want to root for and that's you want to hold dear because it means so much. When you're emotionally attached to a team and to a program like so many fans are to Auburn right now and how those players and coaches are attached to those players and their coaches and as well to the fans, those are the times where you just sit back and enjoy the ride and feel so proud of what they've been able to accomplish. A lot of you Razorback fans probably had the same way and the same feeling when Arkansas won the national championship in 1994. Emotion, passion, pride, toughness. These are the things that make any team in any sport, on any league, great. But those are the things that sometimes you just can't coach. You have to build that culture. You have to have that culture within yourself as a head coach and let it trickle down into your players to have them show that same pride and passion that you do on the daily basis. Can Arkansas ever get to that point? Sure they can. They are the right man. A lot of programs can. But kudos to Auburn. Kudos to Bruce Pearl. And kudos to them for beating Kentucky because Lord knows I did not want to have to deal with that at all, ever, when it comes to Kentucky basketball. <laughs> Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 
Well, appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Rush John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We will keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel. Tomorrow afternoon, have a great day, everybody. We will see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 